Deeksha Sethi brings to you her exclusive podcast Different Strokes a place of celebrating the undying human spirit get to hear inspiring stories from different guests that will endure you encourage you and strengthen your willpower and inner voice stories of people who walked through rough paths of various situations and how they walked out of those circumstances boldly the second wave of covid-19 has been devastating the system's apathy and gross mismanagement has left us struggling for breath but thankfully all is not lost yet we've seen innumerable faceless nameless heroes who've come forward to help those desperately scrambling for basics and who've restored our faith in humanity yet again doctors nurses journalists mental health practitioners volunteers drivers delivery staff to our local kirana wala i'm sure i'm forgetting many others we owe a great deal to them because without their selfless services we wouldn't have made it thus far different strokes is proud to have had this opportunity to speak to a few of these covid heroes who have been working relentlessly by putting themselves and their families at a serious risk of infection we couldn't thank them enough but i hope through this series we're able to tell them how grateful we are to each one of them in this podshot i speak to dr shrinivas who's a radio oncologist at a government hospital in chandigarh he hasn't seen his family for 6 months now but he's still hopeful that we will defeat this virus one day and emerge stronger how has this pandemic changed uh, your life before i used to see patient with stage 1 and stage 2 most of them in early stage disease so right. nowadays i see patients coming with a very huge disease the stage 4 disease mm-hmm. where the chance of cure is very less so right. all these neglected cases are mainly because of this pandemic patients not able to visit hospitals mm-hmm. they're not moving out of their house so mm-hmm. as a person yes definitely i suffered a lot because i stay in chandigarh my family stays in different state right not able to meet my family and yes of course i don't want to meet my family right now because my parents are elderly parents mm-hmm. i don't want to expose them for the virus because i work in a hospital so there is a more chance of me getting into any infection i wanted to ask you how long have you not seen uh, seen your family yeah it's more than 6 months right now i'm living alone even my wife is also staying in bangalore uh, one thing i've learned is i am doctor mainly because of my patients so as long as i see patient i'm mentally fine hmm do you think we uh, on the part of the the state as well and the center do you do you think we were lacking yes. preparation as well we we lost a lot of precious time uh we could have been better we could have managed more beds more oxygen supplies that 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 was lacking actually so because we know as the number of patients are increasing we need more beds i'll right. give an example in our hospital we are like shifting each and surgery ward medicine ward even shifting all those ward into covid ward so day by day we are increasing the beds the thing is other patients are going to suffer because of this so right. all the surgery all the elective surgeries are not happening all the elective patients are not being seen in opd because all the opd's have been shut so uh, because of this infection other patients are suffering and we don't have a particular separate wards for covid so we have to shift we have to convert uh, medicine surgical ward into a covid ward like this sochcast 
Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. I am also seeing, uh, you know, there, there are lots of videos that doctors are posting on social media, yes. and there's obviously yes. reports in the media as well that doctors are under tremendous pressure and a lot of stress. What do you think um, uh, would help the doctors in this situation uh, as an immediate help and as a long-term help? As an immediate help, people should understand that they should maintain proper distancing. They should use the mask. They should help doctors in all these things. If they do all these basic things properly, so we'll be more than happy. Out of the city areas, nobody is wearing masks. Nobody is maintaining distancing. Uh, you must be seeing in news each and every day some melas are happening, some function is happening. Yeah. There are thousands of gatherings happening in villages and all. People should avoid all these things, and yeah. they should understand one thing. As a doctor, it is very difficult to wear that PPE kit and one kit for minimum of six hours. They cannot drink water. They cannot use anything, mm. and it will be it will be three layers PPE kit and a lot of sweating. People do faint during work. There's so many other issues. People they don't understand mm. outside this healthcare facilities. So mm. there are so many issues. We need more healthcare staffs. We need more facilities. Uh, from government, I need to ask only one thing. So, just increasing the number of doctors and nurses not going to imp- not going to help anything. They have to increase the they have to improve the infrastructure of the hospital facilities. Mm. That is the main thing. They're not even coming to the hospital. See, the patients are not decreasing, but they're not coming to the hospitals. Mm. So there are so many uh, cardiac arrest patients. There are so many brain injury damage patients. Mm. They're dying at their home. They're not even visiting the hospitals. Mm. So we think the patients are reduced. Patients are not reduced, but they're not visiting the hospitals. That mm. is the only difference. Mm. What has been the most frustrating um, incident or thing uh, in this entire uh, one and a half years that you've seen? What frustrates you the most? Yeah. The one main thing is, see, I see patient each and every day. Mm. So I had to admit few patients because they'll come with a lot of complications and a lot of uh, other, other symptoms. Mm. So I'm not able to admit even a single patient. Mm. All our ward, they, uh, it has been converted into the COVID ward. Mm. So these are the side effects. These are the most frustrating time because I'm not able to admit anybody. All these patients are suffering because of this pandemic. Anyways, as a administration, as a government, we cannot help any. We can we can we cannot do anything right now because uh, within a short period of time we cannot build a new hospital for particularly for COVID. We had to convert the existing one into the COVID wards. This was supposed to happen, but still it is frustrating. Are you still hopeful, Dr. Shrinivas? Yeah, we have to be hopeful. Without hope, you cannot live further. Right. Hope is the only thing that that keeps us like to work every day. Right. And risk your lives every day. There's so much. Yeah, this is our profession. This is my profession. I have to work every day. I cannot sit at home like seeing patients dying in hospitals. Right. Right. No, that's that's incredible uh, spirit, I must say. And thank you very much uh, for what whatever you're doing. I think we owe a great deal to all the doctors and frontline medical staff, whoever is out there risking their own lives and trying to save patients from this pandemic. Um, I hope the world starts to heal sooner than yes. later. Um, thank you very much for your time, doctor. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again.